Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision with Dr. Bill. I am Jesse Walensky, and I am his enthusiastic sidekick, and I'm very excited to be here tonight. We have a very impressive guest here, and I cannot wait to interview him. His name is Will Butler, and he is a journalist, a podcast host, and the vice president of community for the popular phone application called Be My Eyes. This mobile app connects blind and low-vision people with volunteers and customer support representatives from companies all around the world. Now with more than 4 million users, Be My Eyes is a global phenomenon and serves users in more than 150 languages across almost 200 countries. If you want to learn more about Be My Eyes, you can check them out at BeMyEyes.com or by downloading the app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. So, hello, Will. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Jesse and Dr. Bill. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm pleased to be here today. And hi to everybody listening. We are very excited to have you here with us tonight. Um, so, would you mind starting off by just telling us a little bit more about Be My Eyes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Be My Eyes was an idea and started just like other unexpected phenomenon, like a little idea uh, from a Danish man named Hans who really didn't have any experience making technology. He, In fact, he was, he, his main job was to restore furniture, chairs, and he's a craftsman. But he also has a degenerative eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa, some of you may know. And as his vision started to go, he started to think about ways that he could improve his life. When the video chat apps like Skype and FaceTime started to become available over the traditional cellular networks around 2014-15, he realized that he could start making video calls on his phone and actually allow the friend or family member on the other line to be his eyes in a situation when he needed to see something. And this was a pretty cool thing to realize because he realized he didn't need to have someone with him in order to get visual assistance with a task. But that was kind of just the first step because he, he then realized that as cool as this idea was, it got old pretty quickly. Because calling friends and family all the time when you need help uh, might work the first or the second or the third or the tenth time. But after a while, uh, people know calling. And so um, he thought to himself, this is very cool technology, but I don't want to be a burden on friends or family and call them every time that I need sighted assistance. So he looked around at all the people in the world who – ever tried to help him cross the street or um, find uh, find directions in public. And he, and he thought, I wonder if all these kind people would actually sign up to answer my video calls. And that's the concept behind Be My Eyes. When we started it in 2015, we had no idea if anybody was going to sign up to use the app. Um, so we held our breath and we launched. Uh, and overnight, to our surprise, We had 10,000 people around the world sign up to volunteer. And overnight, we had 1,000 blind users sign up uh, to to use these volunteers. And so we knew that within about a day, we knew we were on to something. And so it's it's gone a long way from there. You heard the numbers. Now we're over 4 million users. And 
and we're in almost every country. And that happened very quickly. Uh, and and uh, and we've expanded the app to not just include volunteers, but to include experts from companies. Um, so it's been a really interesting journey, but it all started with a little idea from a, a visually impaired guy who was sort of scratching his own itch, so to speak. So, Will, how did you get involved with this project? Uh, that, yeah, great question. I, I, I was um, personally, I am legally blind. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty young, and uh, but I've been legally blind since I was 19, um, so 12 years now. And um, I didn't know any blind people when I became legally blind when I was 19. Um, but I, I went through school and I went out into the working world and became a journalist. Um, and I made the mistake of writing uh, an article about how I was adjusting to my vision loss. And that kind of thrust me into the world of the sight loss and vision impairment in, you know, kind of visual assistance community. And I ended up getting a job at the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired in San Francisco. Uh, and I worked there for about four years from 2015 to the very end of 2018 and served as their director of marketing and communications. And that's where I met the gentleman uh, behind Be My Eye. And we met them in the very early days when, we, when the app first launched. And I was sort of an advisor and a, and a close uh, friend to them for the first few years. And then when I moved on from the Lighthouse last year, uh, I decided to join the Be My Eyes team officially. And that's when we started expanding our specialized help partners, adding podcasts to our offering, um, and kind of doing other, other exciting community-driven things like community calls, similar to this one, a whole kind of host of other activities. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so how long have you um, been doing it? Has it been since you were 19? Um, so I've been working with Be My Eyes for about a year and a half, and the company has been uh, running the app for five years now. Um, wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah, so the app is five years old, and um, I've been – I've been blind for more than 10 years now, and I can tell you that when I, you know, became, when I had a change in vision and started not to see as well, tools like this didn't exist. So it was, it, I'm sure you all remember, it was a much different time. So what are some of the, like, tasks specifically that people can accomplish with the Be My Eyes app? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear from the group if anyone's ever used it and what tasks they might have accomplished, but I can certainly share what, what are the most common things we hear about. Um, definitely a huge uh, kind of neck and neck are uh, food-related questions and technology-related questions. So people are using BMIs all the time in the kitchen to identify cans and labels and um, expiration dates, uh, the, the, the the state of food, whether it might be old or moldy or um, have turned. Uh, people are using it to set ovens and to set microwaves. Uh, very, very common stuff. Uh, and then there's 
more technological use cases of my computer won't work. Um, and a lot of people are using VMI set their thermostats on their heater or air conditioning system, uh, using it to fix, troubleshoot any, any kind of non-accessible touch screen. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we established a partnership with Microsoft and then went on to expand that to go- include Google as well, because we realized that people needed to use VMI to call an expert and that our volunteers weren't always equipped to answer those calls. So now you can actually navigate around the Be My Eyes app and find Microsoft's profile, kind of like uh, the Yellow Pages. If you remember the Yellow Pages, it's sort of like the Yellow Pages for, for for video support. So you can go find Microsoft in the app, and Microsoft is actually open for business 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, great. You can, press, you can call a representative from Microsoft any time of day or night, and in a matter of seconds, they'll pick up and not just help you, but they'll be looking at the problem. You point your camera directly at your computer and say, what's wrong? And they'll say, I see it, and I'll fix it. God, that's really very, very helpful. Now, um, is the Be My Eyes application, is this usable with all smartphones? Yeah, mm-hmm. At least all smartphones that are uh, that run on either the I- iOS or Android um, platforms. So that includes all Apple phones, all Samsung phones, uh, Samsung smartphones, uh, Motorola smartphones, Google smartphones. Uh, pro- probably most smartphones, any any touchscreen phone, it's safe to say, will run Bimazak. What is the price of it? Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, Zero. I want to know. What? It's free? Yeah, of course. Why would we charge it? Why would we charge people to give them access to something that 95% of the rest of the world all has for free? That's not fair. <laughs> that is very true. That's a good point, you know? Accessibility is a human right, not a luxury. It sure I, is. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, we really believe it should be free to the users. Um, you know, partially that's because our founder is blind, and and our their you know and our VP of community is blind, and you know our strategic account managers are blind because we, we you know we we um we think accessibility should be free. You know, you're already buying all these products. You're buying your iPhone. You're paid for your oven. Paid for your this and your that. You should be able to operate for free. <laughs> that is very that, true. I agree. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say a little more about it, too, that the volunteer network was always intended to be 100% free. And to this day, you know, you can call as many volunteers as you want, as many times as you want. Um, and each time you're going to get a fresh new volunteer, and that person is going to be equally as excited to help. When it comes to specialized help, you know, it's kind of like calling a call center for customer support. So you're talking to customer support representatives, and, of course, that service is free as well. Um, but the, the, way that it, the way we do make money is, is companies like Microsoft and Google pay us the privilege of being on the platform and serving the blind community. So that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's great. 
What a wonderful model you guys have. That's wonderful. Thanks. So do you guys have a social media presence? Absolutely. Yeah, we're on uh, all the major social media uh, uh, platforms, except I don't think we're on TikTok yet. Um, <laughs> but, but but you can find us on, yeah, we're still working on our dance moves. <laughs> but, but you can find us on Facebook. Uh, I think we have a pretty big community, 75,000 folks on Facebook. Um, we've got an Instagram account if you're into visual. Uh, we've got a Twitter where we're always posting new news. Uh, and then if you go to bemyeyes.com slash podcast or search for the Be My Eyes podcast in your favorite podcast app, you can hear me blathering on and on way more than this. Uh, as often as you want. <laughs> <laughs> Great. When so when you, is your podcast aired then, Will? So we're on a little summer break right now, and I'm still pretending it's summer, by the way. I think we have a couple more days. Um, but uh, hopefully I will be launching them back up in a couple weeks here. Uh, when we're in full swing, I'm running actually two podcasts. One is the Be My Eyes podcast, which is published every other week. And the other is uh, accessibility podcast, all about accessibility and inclusive design, called 13 Letters, and that's published every week. So how long have you been um, doing the podcast for Be My Eyes? Has it been the same amount of time that you've been working there? Yeah, the podcast kind of came in with me. So I, I, uh, I guess we launched the podcast about a year ago. And oh, I nice. think we've, we've, yeah, we've probably done about... Mm, 40, 40 or 50 episodes so far. Um, and, and the Be My Eyes podcast is mostly interviews with people who are blind or have low vision who really the only my only criteria for guests is they must be really passionate about what they do. Um, and, and, and that, you know, some people say like, oh, only famous people are on the podcast or oh, it's well-known people. Or something. But really, to me, it's about is this person extremely passionate about what they do? Because that's what I want is for their passion and their enthusiasm to be infectious and something that other people like me and, and you all can listen to and get excited about. So that's the idea behind the Be My Eyes podcast. It's like a how well is Be My Eyes been competing with uh, Ira and how it's comparing to it? I mean, what's your user base compared with the Ira app? Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, we're definitely bigger than Ira. Ira's only available in, in the U.S. and I think a couple other uh, select con- English-speaking countries. Um, so that's definitely a limitation. I and mean, we're connecting people in 180 languages, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we operate at a slightly different scale. But I would definitely... There's a narrative of competition between the two of us that always, I guess it makes sense to me, but I try to dispel it whenever I can. We know those guys. Um, we're friends with them. And we have regular business meetings. We talk about collaborating and that sort of thing. And um, and I really see what we do is very different um, because Be My Eyes is a technology platform that allows anybody to support the blind community, whether that's an individual who just has a spare time or a big company who wants to support with their expertise. 
IRA is basically a premium personal assistance service. And they have trained representatives that the service they offer is those trained representatives. CMIS doesn't employ one personal assistant anywhere. We just make the software and put it into the hands of the people who want to support. Um, so you can see it's kind of a little bit of a different model. Um, but I think, you know, the reason people get them confused is because some people prefer an IRA assistant and others prefer going directly to a customer service representative at the company in question. And I think that's just kind of the, the, um, the, 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 it's a matter of personal choice, which, which one you're more comfortable with. And I, and most people that I talk to have both IRA and DMAS on their phone for, for different reasons. Great question, though. Well, this is Leslie. Um, I also know that the American Council of the Blind has partnered with See My Eyes. Oh, yeah. I'd be pleased to, to tell you all about um, uh, what we, over the last six months, we've absolutely exploded the number of um, uh, blindness organizations that are available to call and Be My Eyes. Um, so this is pretty cool. Uh, now you can go into specialized health. And you'll be presented with a list of categories, assistive technology, beauty and grooming, civic engagement, home and cleaning, personal health, technical support, all of these different categories. And if you find the category for blindness organizations, you're going to see a list of organizations here in the United States that, um, that are available to take calls every day of the week. So I'm open the list now and going down it, you'll find American Council of the Blind, the Carroll Center for the Blind out there on the East Coast, Guide Dogs for the Blind uh, in, uh, in California, which just joined yesterday, um, Hadley School in Chicago, which offers free classes, uh, distance learning for, for blind folks, uh, Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired in San Francisco for their services, and National Federation of the Blind at the national level. Um, and so you can actually click on these profiles for any of these organizations. You'll be presented with some information about what service they offer, and it will tell you whether or not their lines are open or closed. And if they're open, you can press the call button and be connected with a representative from those organizations for any question you may have. And they've signed up to be my eyes to answer your call. Um, ACB, if I just pull up the ACB profile, it looks like, yeah, they just expanded their opening hours last week from three hours a day to five hours a day. So you can now call American Council for the Blind directly for any question you have related to ATB between the hours of 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Will, you, you make this all seem so easy to do. Is it really this easy? <laughs> I wish I could tell you it was more complicated, but uh, people, trying to, people keep trying to make it complicated, but... Uh, uh, you know, these guys who designed the app are Danish, right? And I don't know if any of you have ever encountered a piece of Danish furniture or a piece of Danish pottery or ceramic or kitchenware. Uh, the design aesthetic of Denmark is so clean and so straightforward and sturdy and dependable. 
and practical and beautiful. I really am proud to be able to present this app um, on a daily basis because it is uncomplicated. I mean, you go to the home screen, there are literally only two buttons. So, so that's, that's, that was what we strive for. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. You know, I have another question that may be a little bit off base, but are there any projects that you guys are trying to raise money for? If any of our listeners would like to donate money to Be My Eyes for a specific project you're you're working on, is that available you know, now? You know, it's a great question, and I, and I I I think the, the short answer is no. Um, we the reason we remain free and the reason that the specialized help section of the app has been slow, relatively slow growing is because we wanted to have a business model that was sustainable. We didn't want to constantly be in fundraising mode. We didn't want to constantly, we didn't want to be, we, we were a nonprofit for a period of time. We decided to get out of that. We did not want to be a charity. We wanted to be a money-making business that helps people. And so we worked really, we are continue to work extremely hard to convince companies like Microsoft, Google, GuideDog, and others to be a part of our community and to join us in providing support on the app. And I think what is way, way more valuable to, um, to us more than, than cash or any sort of fundraising is for you to reach out to the companies and services that you utilize, whether you're a Comcast customer or a Spectrum cable customer or your local utility that provides gas and electric, reach out to their customer service organizations and say, hey, Be My Eyes is necessary for people with visual impairments. And if you don't have a VMI's account, you're doing something wrong. If these companies listen to people, and if a visually impaired customer reaches out and says, this is how I want to be supported, they will pay attention. And if you reach out and say, hey, I can call Microsoft 24 hours a day on Be My Eyes, but if I need my meter read, I have to wait four days for a representative to come out to my house. I would love to get my public utility on Be My Eyes. Um, and if I can connect you with the man in charge over there if you are serious about this. That, honestly, that would mean the world to us because we really bust our hump every day <laughs> to try to get these um, companies to listen to us. And we know that when they get on board, they're going to have a good experience. But at the end of the day, they don't trust salespeople. They trust real users like yourselves who say, this is something that I know and that, that I want. I will make those calls. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put anybody to work, but if it if it pops into your mind, you know, sometimes just to email, you know, access at you know Zoom. You know, if you ever struggle with Zoom, right? Here's a great example. Did you know that you can just send an email to access at zoom.us and tell them what your problem is with the Zoom platform? I did not know really? that. Really? I didn't yeah. know that either. Well, the reason no one knows that is because they don't make themselves available easily, right? 
And if they were on Be My Eyes, then you could just give them a call. Or if you could go to their profile on Be My Eyes and see very clearly that it says, for accessibility problems, email access at zoom.com. Then, then you would all know that, right? <laughs> but the problem is when you're struggling and you need support, you don't always know where to go to get it. And, and so what we're trying to accomplish with Be My Eyes is to have a hub so that no matter what you're struggling with, you know that the fastest way to get help is going to be to go into the Be My Eyes app, find the company you're looking for, just like the Yellow Pages, and get the accessibility support you need. So, man, it, if anyone wanted to really do me a favor today, it would be to email access at zoom.us, the guy that I just got off the phone with earlier today. And he literally told me, he said, you know, we are really seriously considering doing real-time support for people with visual impairment for the Zoom platform. But then you know what he said? He said, but I haven't heard people asking for it. Mm. And, I'm, and I'm just like, dude, you know, just because people aren't knocking down your door begging you to improve your services doesn't mean that the need isn't out there. They're just not asking. So... Unfortunately, as a community, you know how it is. It's all about advocating for yourself, sending those sorts of emails to access at zoom.us or accessibility at apple.com, you know, and saying, hey, all, we, 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 need, we need real-time customer support. When we're struggling, we can't, we can't track down a phone number or email address. We, we, we want, you know... I sound like a cheerleader now, but tell me you won't be my eyes. <laughs> you know? Okay, okay. We'll get to work. That's our homework. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't intend to give everyone homework, but but I think I think I'm just trying to give some insight into how this how these partnerships happen. You know, they're not crafted overnight. It took us two years to go through the process of getting Google or a major bank or somebody on board. You know, working with these companies is a is a real kind of gargantuan effort. Um, but at the end of the day, if, you, if it means that we can change the way customer support is delivered to people with visual impairments, it's totally, it's totally worth it. But, uh, this is Tom from Vermont. I'm sorry. And I had a one question, Will, or you hadn't mentioned it, uh, and the fellow asked the difference between Be My Eyes and Ira. Which areas would you not use Be My Eyes? I can think of several. Uh, for security reasons, and yeah, I we might tell, use IRA instead. Yeah, well, you can always feel confident that specialized help is private and secure. So, so when you're calling a specialized help partner, you're calling a company, right? Um, right. And the calls are, are 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 totally private and confidential. When you're calling a volunteer, you're going out into the big world of the internet, right? And and so when you call a volunteer, we advise people, don't share anything that you wouldn't share with, you know, someone you had just met, right? Um, and so that includes credit card information, your social security number, you know. Um, it, don't share any information you wouldn't share with uh, someone you tapped on, on the street to ask for, to read you a street sign or something. Um, we... We, the other big thing is don't use Be My Eyes to cross the street. That's the main thing. Really? You're welcome to use Be My Eyes on a, you know, on a, on a street corner if you want to read the street sign or 
get get oriented perfectly fine. But we just tell people in general, you really shouldn't be on your phone when you're crossing the street. Um, and IRA has a similar policy of if you're crossing the street, the IRA agent won't actually talk to you. Um, they will they will go silent uh, to allow you to to allow you to use all your senses when you're getting across. Um, and and I, yeah, so I think I think those are the main things. Uh, uh, but again, you know, if if you're on the line with a specialized help with Microsoft or Google, it's, they'll have access to all of your. You can share your account information or whatever it might be, and uh, nothing is nothing is shared. I didn't want you to think I love to be my eyes or to be my eyes or not to be my eyes. Oh, absolutely. Since you're Hamlet, Hamlet from Denmark there. Yes. Uh, But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I did use the specialized help to call Microsoft because I was complaining about their Teams app not being pretty accessible, but they don't have the two-finger double tap to mute and unmute, and I was asking about them, and they said they're working on it, unlike Zoom, and I'm glad. <laughs> I will email Zoom definitely to say, access, yeah, we need help. Access, access at Zoom.com. <laughs> .com, okay. Or no, Zoom.us. .us. I thought you said .us. Yeah, .us. Okay. I have a personal, uh, you could tell I have a personal bee in my bonnet today about Zoom, so. That's so, okay. Uh, it's 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 been. I mean, you know, with ACB and everything else, I could be on about twenty different Zoom meetings a week if I wanted to. But, exactly. Uh, exactly. There's a lot of so, people that use it. Yeah. So they really should have a feedback mechanism, the same way that Microsoft does, to get feedback that really valuable feedback. Um, from people like you about like, hey, we need this double tap thing, you know, two finger double tap. Like, they should be listening, you know. And right now, uh, access at Zoom.us isn't quite enough to field all of those. I mean, one person manages that inbox, you know. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Oh, it's Bernice. I just uh, I was late getting on the call, and I wanted to know the name of the gentleman talking, and I had some comment to make. Yeah, my name is Will Butler, and I'm VP of Community at Be My Eyes, the, the mobile app. Where are you from? Uh, well, I'm physically from California, and oh. the company I work for is called Be My Eyes. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, the first time I used um, Be My Eyes, I wanted some soup, and I had multiple boxes, and I didn't know which one was which. And so I said, Roger, let's call Be My Eyes. And before Roger had the box and he was trying to say that this is a box of soup and blah, 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 the guy had already told us that it was the vegetable broth and not my black bean soup, and I had my soup on Saturday instead of waiting till Tuesday when a volunteer would come. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. That's the exact purpose of it. That's wonderful. (laughs) But the the other thing that I'm very concerned about, well, uh, I want to make two other comments. One is that um, I have not used um, um, the the other entity, but I've uh, seen presentations by them, and I was not overly impressed with the way those people describe things. And I've had very good uh, success with with the people that I've been able to deal with on uh, Be My Eyes. Uh, the thing that I am concerned about is that 
there are people that have signed up and they've been on for more than a year and never received a call. And I, I feel sad about that because I know one person in particular uh, dropped off. Yeah, well, you, you've just got to make more calls then, Bernice. Well, I, I, I do. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I hear you on that, and that is actually probably if I had to name our biggest problem, it's that we don't we can't give volunteers enough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a pretty good problem to have, and what that means is it ensures that people are so eager to answer those calls that when you press the call button, you're going to get them on the line in less than ten seconds mm-hmm. because. People are literally racing each other to be the one who gets to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a real benefit for us as users. I will say that um, most uh, volunteers are given an opportunity to answer a call within the first week. Um, it's just that uh, if they miss the call, they might not know it because the notification will disappear when someone else gets it. Um and we, we used to leave the notification on the screen, but that created a big problem for us because we got about a 1,000 emails a day from people saying, I missed the call from the blind person. I'm totally distraught. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and we would have to tell them, don't worry. Somebody else got the call, and that got old pretty quickly. So we thought, you know, ignorance is bliss. We'll remove the notification once someone else gets it. And the poor volunteer won't have to feel guilty that they missed the call. <laughs> Does anyone have any other questions? Now the question, but I also, Tom, again, I also take time when I'm especially a very short one, like when I'm babysitting my my son's dog and he gets out. Uh, you see a dog out in that yard in some place? <laughs> yeah, he's over there. Okay, Merlin, come on over here. Bring the ball. He goes for a ball. He dropped the ball. Where did he put it? And But I take time. Where are you from? And I say, oh, I'm from Texas. Oh, Texas. You know, how? And it's just, you know, how many of you have got? This is my first call. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Because they are, everybody I've had has been so excited to get a call and so helpful, I think. It does more for them, I think, sometimes than it does for us. I think we'd make that joke in the office, too. (laughs) You know, um, one of my favorite stories, Tom, about how someone used the app is um, a gentleman was, uh, he was at home alone, and he heard a noise in his backyard and couldn't identify it, so he called Be My Eyes and pointed his phone out the window. Maybe this was you, Tom. And he said, uh, <laughs> and he said, and he said, I don't know what's going on in my backyard. What do you see out there? And the volunteer said, You know, I don't see anything out of the ordinary. It looks pretty normal to me. It's just your backyard and your dog. And the guy said, I don't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so the volunteer said, well, There's definitely a dog out there. And so the guy said, Well, does he look friendly? And the volunteer said, yeah, he's wagging his tail, and he looks pretty friendly. And the guy said, should we go say hi? And okay. So they go outside and carefully approach the dog. You know, we tell people never to use BMIs in a situation that might be unsafe. So we, this one's borderline. But he said, he approached the dog, 
the volunteers. The dog looks, you know, the dog is happy, looks fine. And the guy was able to help use the volunteer to uh, read the information on the dog's collar and actually return the dog to its owner in the neighborhood, which is something that he never would have been able to do, you know, if there was just some strange thing in his backyard. <laughs> and not only not knowing what it was, but being able to read that inaccessible dog tag, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I can think of sometimes when I want to go out when the dogs are barking, especially at night, oh, there's a kitty cat out there with a white white stripe down its back. Uh oh. Exactly. Exactly. It's great with animals. I often the skunk. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm yeah. and I I'm I'm worried about I got guns galore in my backyard. So sometimes yeah. I I use it when when I'm when I'm worried about that too. It's 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 great with bugs if you don't want to pick up a bug. Um, all sorts of stuff. Mm. And the last thing I'll say about visual description, you know, someone said something to the effect of they weren't sure if the IR descriptions were really what they needed, and you know, I, I'm not one to judge. I think the IRA service is great and. And some people really benefit from having a professional personal assistant at their side. Um, I will just say, though, that, like, if our philosophy is, you know, blind, we know blind people. We know they're smart and capable and independent. And, and we don't think you really need a, a brain. You just need the eye. And, and you can borrow anybody's eye when, when that's really all you need. Um, so... We really have a lot of faith in our volunteers to be able to provide really beautiful descriptions. And the cool thing about it, too, is you can call back again and again and again. We have some real fashionistas who use Be My Eyes every, every morning every, when they're going through their closet. And they pick an outfit, and they consult with the volunteers. Mm-hmm. And they'll call three, three, four volunteers in a row. And, <laughs> And some of these ladies and gentlemen call people until they they recognize uh, a certain type of voice of a person who sounds like they might know more about fashion than, than someone else. <laughs> and, and people really use the, the, the volunteers, you know, at high volume sometimes to get a differing set of opinions on the same object. And on the other side, the first call that my son got was for somebody to ask him, is this the right shirt does this go with that and as he said you called the wrong person call again <laughs> Cheryl, go ahead. Hey, thank you thank you for sharing i have never used the app i, I don't know why you know it's just one that hesitated like oh this is silly and i have not for for the longest time, I won't go out in my pool until somebody checks it, make sure there's nothing in it. Since my husband had found a baby skunk in there one morning, and and so now I'm thinking, well, we're closing our pool this week, but for next year, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I could take my phone out and show it to the person on the other end. And they can tell me if the if the pool is clear of, of anything. <laughs> I know it sounds, you know, like a frog or anything, because when you can't see it and something like that is in the pool, it can be kind of scary. So. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a perfect use case. I've never heard of that one before. 
That's great. I just I wanted that. to thank you. Thank you so much. You've really <laughs> made my day. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and really what it is, is you touched on it perfectly. It's a matter of habit. You know, this is a brand new tool that no one ever gave us before. This is like no, nothing like this has ever existed. The ability to have no strings attached help whenever you need it for free. Like, so we really need to kind of like, Remember, it's really just a matter of remembering that it exists, right? And and you drop something on the floor. Well, they we can call and say, "Hey, could you help me find something on the floor?" Yeah, we do that yeah. thousands of times a day. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> There's no task. Most calls are thirty seconds. Long. Thanks. I have a question, Will. Hey, Tom, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, Doctor Bill. I. This is intriguing to me and the people on here that know me today, today, we got an iPhone. No, right. Congratulations. So, so this, that's why I'm on here tonight to learn about this, be my eyes. But, but, Will, my question is, to let others have some time, uh, how long could you be on the call with one of, with one of the volunteers that answers the phone. That's up to you and the volunteer. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because one of the tasks that uh, I have to deal with around here is mowing my lawn. I knew you were going to say that. I knew yeah. it, Tom. <laughs> you know what? You know yeah. what? I, 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 would, I would be willing to bet that within the first couple of calls, you would get a volunteer who would be absolutely over the moon to help you mow every inch of that lawn. Okay. It's a small but, lawn. It's a small lawn. Maybe the fastest that uh, the young fellow that has helped us up and on, he's done it in 20 minutes. You know? Okay. So, so it would be a small lawn, but I, I was just curious because that's one of the tasks that I struggle with. So. I, 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 you know, there's a couple of ways to go about it. So we don't put any time limit on the calls because okay. some people truly, really want to be right. helped until the task is done. Yeah. Um, and, and we've seen, I'll just say, we put in a reminder after two hours. Uh, so this, uh, calls have gone long. Um, right. But uh, there's two ways to go about it. One way is to go about calling a volunteer, kind of gauging their interest level, and then saying, hey, do you mind helping me with this, this longer task? Do you have the time? Yeah, the it. other way to go about it is to just break it up into multiple calls and say, okay, I'm going to start with uh, this side. I'm going to try to do this side, and then I'm going to call the volunteer to make sure that I got that side all right. I got you. Sort of spot checking. Yeah. Um, you I can do it either way. Well, we've got we've to learn the iPhone first, but this is – this, I can see, is going to be an app that I'm going to be using. Well, you, can tell, you can tell your phone to open Be My Eyes. You could say Siri, uh, yep. open Be My Eyes, make yep. a Be My Eyes call. And you can now, folks, for those of you who are pretty savvy, you can now even set up uh, Siri shortcuts to all of our specialized health partners. Oh. So you could say, hey, call Google call Microsoft on Be My Eyes, and it would activate the, the, the video call to Microsoft instantly. Okay. Thank you, Will. Absolutely. 
Hey, thank you, Tom. I, I was thinking you're going to be asking this question. <laughs> hey, Will, I have a question for somebody like Tom. Let's say that he does find a person who loves lawns and is very meticulous about landscaping. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? I, think I would take down their phone number before your phone dies. Oh, okay, so he could just get their phone number and be able to call them again, right? Yeah, I mean, we really, really don't uh, believe that we know what is best in terms of how to help someone. So we keep, we're very serious about privacy and security, so we will never share anyone's personal information by default. Um, they're always, it's always going to be 100% anonymous. But... If you have a good call with someone and you guys are getting along, you know, like peanut butter and jelly, you should you should uh, give them your email address. That's a great kind of non-intrusive way to do it. Say, hey, I really enjoyed your help today. If you want to send me an email, my email address is blah blah blah, or my phone number is blah blah blah. You know, if you maybe we can do this again in the future. I, I think that's the best way to do it. Great. We had we heard a great story from New Orleans about uh, when a uh, when there was uh, some sort of storm years back, uh, a gentleman called Be My Eyes because he was trying to quickly pack up and he was looking for some things in his house uh, because he was forced to evacuate. He called Be My Eyes and he started talking to this volunteer and she was really helpful. She asked him where he was. He said, New Orleans. She said, no kidding. I'm in New Orleans too. What parish? He told her the parish and she said, you kidding me. That's the same place I am. Mm-hmm. And so it was very unlikely. And they started talking, they exchanged information, and now they're buddies and they actually ride tandem bikes together on the weekends at New Orleans. Cool. <laughs> so, you know, well, nice friendships can come out of these, these calls. And, and you just never know who you're going to who you're gonna end up with on the other line. So, so any other questions, Bill? How much time we got? They're on... 24 hours a day, so if you need something at 2 o'clock in the morning, you might get somebody from New Zealand, or but that's fine. So people are hesitant to call in the middle of the night. Who cares? Exactly. We're worldwide. We connect people based on time zones. So oh. if you like talking to people with charming accents, make calls in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Will, I, I really want to thank you for all of your time, your patience, and I really am looking forward to listening to your podcast because you're a very, very good speaker. Thank you. Appreciate that. I really do. I've got to tell yep. you, I I am going to make some phone calls, and I'm going to download Be My Eyes, and I'll tell you what, a lot of people don't realize this, but this is really important to me. I want to go to my favorite Chinese buffet and have somebody tell me what looks good there. When you have vision, you could say, oh, gosh, that looks a little old. Oh, this looks fresh and hot. I, I want to get the good stuff, and that's how I'm going to use Be My Eyes. I want I want some hot chop suey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'm going to order some Chinese food right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, the, the, you know, in the era of 
social distancing and all this strange time where people aren't as close to one another, I think Bimaiz is more useful than ever. Because if you if you just want to take a peek at the buffet and you don't want a stranger breathing down your neck, you should have that privilege, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can, you can maintain your independence when you're in public by calling on Be My Eyes instead of having to, get, uh, you know, meet a new stranger every time you have a question. <laughs> right. Well, Jesse, let me turn it over to you. All righty. Well, I just wanted to thank you, Will, so much for being with us tonight. I can't tell you how much we appreciate your insight and just what you do with Be My Eyes. It's an actual amazing app, and I'm just I'm blessed that there are people like you to make this kind of thing happen, and I definitely appreciate all of our listeners and everyone who asked such great questions, and I just I couldn't be more grateful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. It's really great to be here, and I just loved all the questions. And Gosh, there's 30 people on your listening. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would just leave you with two pieces of homework if you, if you really like Be My Eyes and you want us to survive. Uh, one is, uh, is, you know, access to Zoom.us and tell them that life, it would have been a lot easier to learn Zoom if Be My Eyes had, had, had them on there. And then the other thing is, more fun, uh, Call us Guide Dogs for the Blind on Be My Eyes. Uh, they just joined yesterday to answer all questions related to guide dogs. And oh. um, I, don't, I don't know if you are interested in getting a guide dog or maybe you have a guide dog and you have a question about it, but uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind is on there now, and it would be awesome if you could call them tomorrow morning or the next day and just say welcome and and maybe ask them whatever question you might have. They're, they're, they're going to be an excellent resource on the eyes, and we want them to feel really welcome. That's hmm. awesome. Oh, good to know. You got it. I'm ready to go home to find it right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's wonderful. That's, that's a great. And thanks, all. Thanks for letting me yeah. give you homework. I, I'm typically not a tough teacher, but I promise <laughs> I won't. <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you very, good very night. much.